Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Monday. You know what? This is the last Monday of August. Hard to believe that uh, we're just moving around so quickly through this year. Who would have ever thought we would be in this spot already? Um, but hey, this quarter is moving through faster and faster. We're two thirds of the way done. Um, and the markets continue to sit all time highs. We'll talk about that more when Dave joins us up next. But remember, folks, before we get Dave on the line, there's only one thing that any of us, any of us can control, and that's how much risk you have in your portfolio. And the question I have for you today is, do you know what your risk number is, and do you know how much risk you have in your current portfolio? Because what I find is 70% of the folks out there don't, and those that do have more risk than they thought they did. Give us a call at 863-382-0037, and let's schedule your financial x-ray. Hey, with that, we've got Dave coming up next. say thank you often enough. I mean to. I do appreciate you joining me each morning. It's 8.39, 21 here before 9. Time to check in on your money. Now let's ride that roller coaster on Wall Street and see what's going on with assistance from Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services in downtown Sebring. Philip, I trust you had a good weekend? We did. We did have a great weekend. And uh, hey, back in the office this weekend, you know what, Dave? This is the last week. I mean, halfway through, we only got two days of August left. And then we start the, uh, the last month of the quarter. Absolutely. We survived a month in which generally it's considered the worst month of the year. Two new records on Friday again. Standard & Poor's up by 39 points, enough to push it to a new record. NASDAQ up 183, pushed it to a new record. The Dow's close. It was up 242 points on Friday, but it had a little bit more ground to make up from the back treading we did earlier in the week, so it's not quite there yet. But the way things are looking this week and the optimism we're feeling, it uh, could conceivably be another record for the Dow over the next couple of days. Kind of interesting. You and I were talking before we went on the air. The tidbit that I found to start on a slow news day was a piece that I found this morning. It says, focus less on what consumers say and focus on what they're doing. Consumer confidence caused us a little bit of a dump on the indexes a week or two ago. And then we turned around and all of the indicators indicated we're doing just fine and consumers continue to spend money like drunken sailors. We're just getting kicked where it hurts so often on news items that our attitude's crummy, and I think you kind of had it right. We then go out and spend money on a stress reaction, right? That's right. Let's face it. One of the reactions to stress is um, whatever habit you have, and a lot of people, it's spending money, right? They're bored at home. They're stressed on what's going on. So they get on their computer. They get on their, their iPad or their phone, and what do they do? They start adding stuff to their cart, and then they start purchasing. So um, I think that could be a big part of what we're seeing right now. And we sure did see it a lot in the discretionary spending categories last week, like Dick's Sporting Goods and a couple of other companies just absolutely kicked Boutet on their quarterly reports. And, you know, that's not supposed to be happening in a slow economy, but the discretionary retailers really have had a doggone good quarter, haven't they? They, they really have. It's... Uh, and I, and I think, by and large, what I've seen, at least what can stick in my head I remember, is that we've had more beats than we have misses uh, when it comes to at least the stocks we've talked about on the show. Yeah, I think so. I mean, the, the, the stocks that have suffered 
it seems like it's kind of a trend. I mean, they did well on the past quarter. The ones that suffered, the ones that said might not stay that great in the quarter ahead, guidance cost them more than actual performance. I think that's right. We have seen guidance be a big part of um, the, the forward-looking stock price. And let's remember, when people talk about earnings, they are looking backwards on what happened in the last quarter. And so that's why I think it's more important when they give some guidance that we that we take a little heed in that because that gives us at least their feeling for what the current quarter looks like going forward. And that's uh-huh. really what's important. Absolutely. But at the same time, I think you got to recognize that uh, guidance is written by people that have the same stinking thinking that the consumers seem to be having. So I wonder if we're going to see some real big beats on what we're seeing from some smelly guidance. And, and that's possible for those that gave bad guidance. But, hey, for those that gave good guidance, I mean, let's think of the, the standard that they're going to be held to. Well, that's the point, too. I mean, it might be a quarter ahead of us when we do next quarter's quarterly reports. Unless you beat by a mile, you're in trouble, right? That's right. Well, we'll have to wait and see. we got a whole month before we get to that point. Uh, yeah, that's true. We've got a little time before we start prognosticating too much. Talking about future stuff, you had some corporate tidbits that were kind of interesting. Uh, get, a, uh, get a deal with Amazon, and that's kind of a ticket to a big bump on your stock price, I'm betting. Man, I'm telling you what, I don't know if people have heard or not. I heard about it last week, didn't pay much attention to it until this morning, but Affirm, which is a financial services company, a lending company, um, they have gone into a partnership with Amazon um, that will allow Amazon customers to pay over time for purchases of $50 or more. And uh, so that's good. Let's face it, that's really good for Amazon. And it's good for a firm. And so a firm is trading up today. I had a hard time with this number, Dave, but 49% is the uh, the value up today. Uh, you think maybe the 500-pound gorilla on the, on the consumer lending block is named Amazon? I mean, you think about that, man. If you had owned <laughs> that on Friday, if you spent $1,000 and bought the stock on Friday, you'd have made almost 500 bucks this morning. That's absolutely amazing. You know, I noticed I was just carousing through looking for some stuff I'd been kind of casually shopping for. And I noticed on my Amazon app, it was saying only 10 bucks a month or 20, but whatever it was, you know, if you finance it over time, you can do it with easy monthly payments. They've already added it to the uh, to the app. That's right. And so, you know what that means? People are going to spend more money because it's only so much a month. Folks, don't uh, yeah. play into that game. That's going to be the I mean, that's really going to cause problems down the road, Dave. Oh, Lordy, yes. I mean, anybody that's ever done it, and uh, God knows all of us have at one point or another, knows how easy it is to get in credit card trouble. You had another uh, corporate success story that was on the interesting side. Now, this has really caught my attention. Global Star, which is a satellite service provider, uh, they're up significantly today on a a report that says, uh, from the Apple Insider report, that states that the iPhone 13 will have the ability to utilize satellite communications. Now, I found that very interesting because that would be pretty cool if you could use your cell phone and get satellite service as well. Um, so they're trading up. Oh, man, they've gone up. I mean, when I first looked this morning, they were up 41%. Now they're up almost 59% this morning. Good Lord almighty. That's <laughs> of an Apple Insider rumor. And if there's one company as big as Apple is that plays things close to their vest, uh, it, it's Apple. I, I'm not sure I'd buy a stock based upon a rumor out of Apple Insider magazine, would you? 
I don't know that I would either. I got to think that stock keeps going up 61% right now. Now, let me tell you this, Dave, it is a cheap stock. I mean, it closed on Friday at $1.43. Okay. Um, it's so, so it's up to 231 right now. So it's one step removed from penny stock status to begin with. Yep. And it was a penny stock. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's 52 week range. It's been as low as 29 cents a share and as high as $2 and 98 cents a share. <laughs> well, I know, I, I know that satellite access for phones is technologically doable. Uh, you and I were talking before we went on the air. It really surprised me if it came out on the iPhone 13, but might be possible on the 14. And that's still more than enough to make a company supplying parts a really happy camper, isn't it? Oh, it really is. I mean, it's services, because that's what they do. They provide that service. And, uh, you know, that's that's pretty neat. I know that uh, that would save me the, the issue of having to get a, a, a stat phone occasionally. Like when I go on mission trips and stuff, I would get a satellite phone just in case the office need to get a hold of me. I would have a way to contact them. Oh, yeah. There are places up in northern Wisconsin when I go visit families in which I've got a really crummy signal. That would be appealing to me as well, because the terrestrial cell phone is great. But there are some corners of the world where it's not exactly easy access, right? Yeah, that's right. It really is. That's the truth. Absolutely. Uh, as far as economic information coming out this week, lest nobody could tell from our patter, there's not a lot of it early in the week. Uh, 10 o'clock this morning, we're going to hear pending home sales. That could be a market mover. Then starting on Wednesday, because it'll be the 1st of September, we're going to get bombed with employment news. So the market is not going to be quiet this week. It's just going to be relatively peaceful for Monday morning, I assume you'd agree. And that, that's true. Let's just kind of lay that out for him, Dave, before we glow. Uh, we got obviously Wednesday is ADP reports that, believe it or not, is September 1st. Um, mm -hmm. Thursday, you know, we're going to have the regular stuff, the unemployment claims, that kind of stuff. Friday, though, we get non-farm payrolls already and the unemployment rate for August. And those invariably are earth-shaking market movers when they come out if they're a big surprise to the up or the downside. Uh, resetting the table this morning, update on Wall Street on Friday, 45 minutes before we start moving this morning, Philip. What are we looking at? Hey, right now we have a, a fairly, I mean, it's green, but it's a, it's a very light tint of green, Dave. We've got the Dow up $20, less than a tenth of a percent. We've got the S&P 500 up $5, just a tad over a tenth of a percent. Same with NASDAQ. It's up about $19, a little over a tenth of a percent before we get going. Um, but on the commodities front, we do have uh, that's a mixed uh, bag at, at best, but we do have silver is up three tenths of a percent and it's finally back up over $24 an ounce. It's, it's struggled to get there. Um, gold is down about a tenth of a percent to $1,817 an ounce and crude oil is heading up, Dave, about a quarter of a percent to uh, 68.91, which is not bad given what we just had Ida do to uh, New Orleans. Now, the projections are we can expect like 20 cents a gallon increase in the price of gas. That's going to be reflected in the crude oil futures before that. So let's brace ourselves for the news as the week progresses. Yeah, we, we expect that will be coming with what's happened with everybody having to shut down the Gulf Coast. We, we got to start. We got to start tracking coffee futures. By the way, it's up over two thousand dollars a ton. Uh, that's important to me, Dave. I will see if I can find that one because that's, uh, that's, you know that's the kind of quantity I buy it in. So you know, coffee's important in the world. <laughs> coffee's very important to this boy. 
<laughs> Overseas markets, everybody was happy in uh, the Asian rim. They were up between uh, between a quarter and a half a percent of the close. Europe also up this morning, not as much as Asia, but they're kind of watching our more uh, reticent way. We're starting out our futures markets today, and they're following suit. Philip, looking at the uh, looking at the futures, looking at the numbers, and looking at what could happen. And as we said, uh, the consumers and the the consumer attitude and consumer behavior aren't always the same. That makes planning a retirement a little difficult on investments. How do I find you to stabilize my accounts? Anyway, give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule their financial x-ray to really and truly look to see how much risk they do have in their current portfolio. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. at noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730. And right back here tomorrow morning at the same time with a look ahead to Tuesday. Philip, thank you so much, and we'll see you then, all right? All right, man. You have a great day. Be well. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler from the pitch. Hey, folks, I hope that your day is off to a great start. Your week is off to a great start. Have a good one. I look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Take care. Until then, bye now.